This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little bacon-wrapped shrimp. <laughs> it's me, Alice, and I'm laughing because uh, Gary and I just had a conversation where I was trying to figure out what carb to address you guys as, and Gary's the one who provided bacon-wrapped shrimp. Uh, we were looking for something that was specifically New Year's-y, and he figures you guys might be having some kind of black tie New Year's soiree with past hors d'oeuvres, including bacon-wrapped shrimp. But it's occurring, occurring to me that that is mostly a protein and fat-based item. And it's good that this is coming up because I wanted to call you guys shish kebabs recently. I can't remember if I did or not. And I thought, am I ready to get away from this, the starchy, sugary, carb-type names that I've been calling you guys? And since this episode is happening on New Year's Eve day, the day of New Year's Eve, who knows what time you're going to download it? What I'm saying is... This we are right with a liminal time. Look that word up. I think it means what I think I should look it up. We're about to head into 2013 and it might be time to say to the world, I'm going to call you meat now. I don't know if I'm ready or not. What do you guys think? Let me know. You can tweet me and tell me whether you're ready to be called something that's not exclusively carbohydrate based. I mean, I think I already did, but I don't know. Maybe they would put some kind of bready fruity thing inside your bacon wrapped shrimp anyway hello and happy new year's eve um this is a special last week was also a special so if you listen to last week then you know what to expect this time but if you didn't then let me tell you there's a special shorter than normal different than normal but still wonderful holiday themed episode of episode let dito weenie teeny I wish I hadn't said weenie episode thing (laughs) of Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Uh, I don't know what your download habits are over these holidays. Hence, I thought I want to give you fresh content, but I don't want to give you the full episodes because because um everyone else is taking a break. And, uh, you know, I could get into it, but I've already said I, I truly have already said too much. No, now I have to keep going. What I'm going to say is that, no, I'm going to back out of it. Oh, my God. I'm not even drunk. And this is just what happens to me. It's all the pressure from New Year's Eve. As I'm recording this, I don't even know what I'm going to do on New Year's Eve. And the truth is I don't really care. Uh, a few years ago, I decided I wasn't going to do anything. So I did nothing, and I made a vow to myself that I will never do nothing again. I will never allow myself to be that much of a withdrawn hermit. Um, So I have to do something, but it doesn't have to be like the be-all, end-all, bestest ever party ever in the world. I spent many years trying to find that, and it was always an exercise in just causing myself stress and other people's stress. Uh, Gary, do you know what you're going to be doing? I don't. What are your feelings about it? Do you care? Uh, no, but I'm not going to be doing nothing either. Have you ever done nothing? Yes. How'd that, how'd that feel? I'm never doing it again. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's unpleasant. But see, last year I was recovering from surgery, so I couldn't do anything. 
And um, my my boyfriend was there. My parents were there. My sister and her husband were there. And we actually played um, we played Jeopardy, the board game version of it. And it was surprisingly fun. I think because I knew that I couldn't have that much fun, so it exceeded expectations. Um, so what I'm saying is try to have surgery and then no one will expect you to have any kind of fun. Gary, do you make New Year's resolutions? No. Never? No. Do you make a wish when you blow out your candle on your birthday? Um, do you have any kind of spiritual life? <laughs> <laughs> I have made wishes on my birthday before. Yes. Do you do what I do, which is for some reason I try to make them really vague? <laughs> like as if somehow that will hedge my bets with the wish fairies. Like I'd really I just like something be... positive to happen this year. Yeah, like I just want to be happy. <laughs> I hope something – yeah, I, like I that's do. that's ultra specific though. Yeah, you're right. And it, yeah. But I know what you're saying. No, that actually – I wasn't planning to go this deep right away. But something I want to say is I've been wondering of late, is happiness – a goal worth pursuing. I know that having a good life is and having a balanced life and having good relationships with people and being a good person and having satisfaction from your job and, you know, all of that. But specifically, is happiness a goal worth pursuing? Because happiness is so ephemeral. Um, I don't know. What do you think? Do you think it's a goal worth pursuing? Can you even create I happiness? I think it's ill-advised to strive for happiness. It's – but – Assuming you can get all of the other things you mentioned in line, happiness will come along with that. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a matter of knowing yourself well enough to know what it is that causes you agitation or anxiety and what it is that that leads to happiness and then try to pursue those things, I guess. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I think p- pursuing peace of mind is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, it just – it seems unrealistic to me to say – you know, this year I'm going to work as hard as I can to make sure that I'm happy at all times. It's like that's that's an exercise in futility. You should be focusing on doing your job properly and mm-hmm. mending your relationships and making sure that, you know, you have good relationships and you're doing good things for other people. And eventually you're going to just realize you are happy without. Right. In terms of relationships, maybe this should be I, I, I I've kind of gotten away from making resolutions, too, but I do think that I should make more of an effort to hang out with my friends more and be more in touch with more people. Like I would say all the people that I work with I see frequently and my family. And other than that, I spend like all my time with Daniel, especially now that we're living together. So it's not like – so it's not where I – I don't feel like I'm a loner or that I'm alone much. But it's easy to not reach out to all my other friends. And so much time passes where I don't see them. And then we see each other and I'm so happy to see them. And, I, and, we, and we say, oh, we should do this more often. And then we don't. What about you? Are you pretty do – you, do you mix it up with your friends frequently? It's hard. I mean with our, with our schedules, it's real. I mean I just changed my living situation as a result of our schedule because mm-hmm. I was – because it is so easy given our, um, our job and, and the time that we do our job to um, just become a total – you know, uh, shut in. Yeah. Because yeah, I guess that's what it is. Because we are working when everyone else gets off work. Right. I mean, we have I have free time during the day often, yeah. but everyone's at work. And, and... For, yeah, and for me, it's like that's when I'm gathering news. So it's hard for me actually to make plans in the daytime. Yeah, I can't really even make plans either because I have to be available to. I mean, I I I have to be at my computer basically yeah. during the day. Um. 
So, you know, I'll occasionally get a lunch in with somebody who has a day off or something, but it's almost impossible to plan dinner with any of my friends who have normal jobs. So, right. so yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's really hard. You have to, you have to work at it, especially yeah. given our schedule. But I mean, just in general, yeah, it's easier to be a shut in and right. not, you know, make plans with a lot of my friends live on the West side, which might as well be, you know, Nevada. Right. Right. So, but, and yet then there are these people that I know who always have these huge groups of friends and they're super involved in their friends' lives and their friends are involved in their life. And if you're one of those people, I want to know, how do you do it? And now I'm going to take a sip of something before I choke, because if I choked, that would be weird. Hang on. It's black cherry flavored, if you were wondering. Wild cherry. I thought it was black for a while, but it's wild. It's, you know what? Here's a mental exercise for people who have extra brain power and time on their hands. I was thinking, how would you describe the difference between black cherry flavor and just regular cherry flavor? It's difficult. Black is more mellow. It's more smooth. I, I wouldn't. But if, you, if someone had a gun to your head I'd or they were going to give you a million dollars. <laughs> really? Yes. You die on that cherry hill. Well, how are you supposed to? That's that's a it's that's hard a subjective to, I know. thing. I mean, how do you know that you, the way you taste it is the same way I taste it? Really? I mean, I think I that. Don't know. Well, well, uh, well, dude, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I mean, I assume that there's that there's something um, innate about a flavor, but whether you like it or not is subjective. But I think the flavor is probably the same to everyone. I'm going to guess. Maybe. And maybe not. I don't know. But, this, you've given me a but, lot of but food the question for is, but, the, but the question is, what about the interpretation of the flavor? I mean, yeah. your, I don't your know. palate is based on your experiences. If someone who's less traveled than you might not have such a wealth to draw from to explain. Well, it's not like I'm going to taste wild cherry and be like, oh, this reminds me of Florence. No, I meant well-traveled in the sense of, like, you've tried more exotic foods than somebody. I mean, oh, you, if somebody asks you to fat. describe... That's, God, I'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding, I'm if kidding. If someone asks you to describe what does this taste like, you have your volume yes. of everything you've eaten to draw from and say, well, it tastes like this or it reminds me of this. Somebody right. who hasn't tried such a variety may have a different and much more limited library to pull from to explain that. Right. So, Here's a snooty food question. Escargot, yes or no? No. Yeah, me neither. When I was a little kid, I did try them. I was more adventurous because all little like little kids aren't really thinking about what they're eating. They're just and my parents, you know, I don't know. I feel like that's cruel actually to feed your kids snails. But anyway, um, yeah. And then once I realized no, and I can't go back. Even though I remember thinking they were good, but there's something to me that I just the the snail aspect can't get past it. And yeah. I'm well aware that they are, they are the kind of thing that might be served at the party where they would also serve bacon-wrapped shrimp. I'm trying to think if there's anything else specifically New Year's-y that I need to discuss. I was thinking, I was thinking of perhaps going through some of the episodes and telling you guys from the beginning and telling you guys my thoughts on those specific episodes, sort of like a director's cut. But I've decided not to because we don't have as much time as I thought we did, and I want to get to fan phone call. Plus, Gary's shaking his head. What's going on there, Gare? You just don't think it's a good idea? No, not particularly. Why? Do you think they should be able to interpret the episode as they wish as opposed to hearing me talk about it? 
Yes. And I feel like that's you interviewing yourself, interviewing somebody else. It is. It is. And that's a bad idea because? You do that already on the show to a certain extent? Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I don't think it's a bad idea. I just don't think we are, are – I don't think we have the capacity to do it now. Oh, we don't. Yeah. I was just that telling was, them that That was kind of why I was shaking my yeah. head is because okay. we don't have – Just have letting time. them know that one day – Yeah. One day they might get against... to know something along the lines of, I still don't feel like my Fred Armisen episode was the strongest. I just – I had higher hopes for that and I overthought it. And um, I I just could have done better, you know? So that is a bit of a blemish. But really, I still think it's an enjoyable listen. Yeah, I already wish I hadn't said that. All right. Um, I can't Now I can't decide if we should do fan phone call or if we should do the special Must Be Allison song, which is, let's just play a little bit of that. I know it's a little bit longer. We're not going to play the whole thing. We're just going to play a little bit of it. This is by Trap Dog. It is... A special Christmassy Allison song, and it makes me happy because I'm Allison and I'm Christmassy. I should add that this was a song that we used to play on the Ustream show, and so there's a lot of things in the song which are specific to that. So if you're a new listener, you might be thinking, what? And uh, I can explain that. Um, but I just hope that you'll enjoy the, the delightfulness of it, even if it's confounding, like me. I did. 
feel like Gary just gave me a lot of hand signals as if we were playing football or something. And I, I only know enough about football to know that that's, I feel like you should have said hike after that. Um, I was trying to do a countdown, but I did 15 twice in a row. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was, it was, um, it was like poetry in motion. Anyway, I said I wasn't going to play the whole song, but then I became so lulled into listening to it and enjoying it. And, and it was as if I was, uh. Like reading old emails, except when I read old emails, it makes me cringe. And this did not make me cringe. I just enjoyed it. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there that is no longer the case because it says that I can't keep plants. And I'd like to say I'm proudly keeping a few plants alive right now. And it said I'm hesitant to date. And now I'm in a relationship. And the rest is all true, I think. What's the Pez logo? Kez logo. The logo, my show logo is by an artist whose name is, well, it's Keith Wilson, but his um, like art name is Kez. Oh, okay. So it's Kez logo. And then it's a dating song with flute because I had, oh, the dating experiment was the name of a segment on the Ustream show and the, the, the song had flute in it. So that's what that is. So yeah, I could explain all of it, which I will sometime, but not right now because if you, you might have heard the song mentioned the fan phone call and that is a special segment that we are bringing back and dusting off and, um, and we're fluffing it up as you would a pillow on a couch. And bringing it back and then putting it on the couch and then sitting against it um, and then being like, because this is how I am with pillows on the couch. I don't, you know, I think I'm more comfortable without this and then moving it aside. But we're still doing it as a segment. Um, This is where people send in their phone numbers and then we call them and sometimes they answer. Uh, I think that we will be calling Kristen. But first we have a song. Hi, you've reached Kristen Fiasco. I can't take your call right now. It's late to your message. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. To leave a callback number, press 5. Hello, Kristen. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. I'm calling you as part of the fan phone call segment, but alas, you did not answer your phone. And I'm sure when you get this message, you are going to be really sad, but chin up. There's a whole new year coming, and maybe something will happen that'll turn it around, even though I have to say it doesn't seem like it's off to a good start. I'm sorry, but thank you for listening. Gary, do you want to say hi? Hi. Thank you for listening. That's right. Okay. And by the way, don't feel bad. I wouldn't answer my phone either. Okay, bye. All right. Who should we try now? See, this this reminds me of doing this segment on Ustream, this not reaching people thing. Let's try Joshua. Hello, you've reached Joshua Coates. I'm unable to answer the phone right now, but if you leave your name and number, I will give you a call back as soon as possible. Thanks and have a great day. Hello, Joshua. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. I don't know whether to call you Joshua or Josh. Most Joshuas don't go by Joshua, but I'll never get to find out now. Never, ever, ever, because we called you as part of the fan phone call segment, but you didn't even answer. And now I'm questioning your devotion to this show. I hope you have a good year anyway. Happy New Year. 
Um, goodbye. Okay. I think we have time for like one more. Um, and let's try, um, I don't know. Do you have a, do you, who do you feel good about, Gary? Should we try Andrew? Sure. Okay. No, you know what? That's a cell phone. Let's not try that. Let's try Katie. Hi, is this Katie? Yeah. Hi, this is Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is Your New Best Friend. Oh, hi. Hello. We're calling you as part of the fan phone call segment. Exciting. You're the first one we tried. How's it going? It's going just well. How are you? I'm good. So where are, where are we calling you? Where is 515? Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines, Iowa. Is it cold as balls there? Yeah, it's cold as shit here, actually, but not much snow, though. Do you know what you're doing for New Year's yet? Um, I don't think so. Probably yeah. Probably just drinking my sorrows away somewhere. Do you make, are you making a New Year's resolution? Um, I don't think so. I usually don't. What's your favorite movie? Um, let's see here, Drive. Oh, wow. See, I was beginning to get the idea that maybe you are someone that takes a little while to come up with answers to questions, which I am, too. And for me, the question that's like the hardest to ever come up with an answer to in a quick fashion is what's your favorite band or what's your favorite movie or anything like that. But then you had a favorite movie so quickly. Yes. Is it? I mean, I know that one for sure because I think about Ryan Gosling daily, so. What's your favorite Ryan Gosling my favorite Ryan Gosling. Yeah, like what era of Ryan Gosling? Gosling. Um, or what movie? Probably either in The Notebook or in Drive. Huh. I will say that I enjoyed The Notebook, even though I don't want to ad- admit that. I feel it's kind of cheesy. Yeah, it is pretty cheesy, but I don't know. I watched it when I was younger, so it just kind of stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So what do you do in Des Moines? Um, I actually work with people who have um, intellectual disabilities. That sounds like um, good, depressing work, or perhaps fulfilling and heartwarming. Yeah, it can be pretty depressing sometimes, pretty exhausting as well. Do you work with... uh, I usually drink some mangria when I get off. This is the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Oh, is it? I'm just kidding. I mean, <laughs> but I do work with the guy who makes mangria, so, and I'm staring at a bottle of it right now. Um, are these adults or are they kids? Uh, adults. What kind of intellectual disability? Um, autism, usually. Um, majority of people that I work with have autism. Wow. What, what drew you to this kind of work? Um, I actually grew up with um, a guy who, or a kid who had autism, and so just kind of being around him was something that made me want to start working with people who had intellectual disabilities and autism and things like that. So, Do you worry about, or, or let me back up, are you familiar with the term compassion fatigue? Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to, th- ha- we should explain that for people who don't know what that is. That's sort of like where you are, am I correct that it's where you're helping and yeah. giving so much of yourself that you kind of hit burnout? Yeah, basically just like you've been like helping and just kind of, alert to assist for so long that sometimes you'll just hit a wall almost. Yeah. And, I mean, if you don't, like, if you don't, my company that I work for is really good about stuff like that. Um, 
because if you don't, like, kind of take a break, then you can, it can get worse, and then you can just be really angry and mean. Mm-hmm. So how do you deal with, with, the, with that on the horizon? Uh, usually, if I'm feeling that way, I just ask somebody to cover my shift, and I take a long nap, maybe catch up on some Breaking Bad or Dexter, something like that. Um, usually just relaxing, because sometimes... Because I'm in school, too, so I just feel like I'm going, going, going. So if I just take a day or two off, I feel much better. But hmm. I have not been watching the last couple seasons of Dexter, but I've heard this the season that just ended, or is ending right now, is really good. Should I get back into it? You should. Um, the season before the most, like, the most recent season was really good, but the season before this one... Um, it was pretty good too, but the season before that was kind of like where it lost a few people. Yes, that's where it lost me. Boring. Yeah, um, but the last two have been really, really good, especially this last one. There's a lot of crazy plot twists, and so I thought it was really good. It definitely got me back into it because for a while there I was kind of easing out of it, but I like yeah. it a lot more now. Yeah. All right, well, I will get back into it. And, and now, the most important question, how do you start listening to this show? No, I haven't. I actually just, because I listened to the Adam Carolla podcast, and so I just started following you on Instagram, and then I saw that you were doing, like, your own show and everything, and I was like, oh, I should start listening to that, so I'm definitely going to subscribe. Oh, oh, you don't currently? Nope. Wow, this is uncomfortable for you. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> so you don't even, so for all you know, the show is like a trivia show. Well, no, I, kn- I know what it is. Like, I've heard, like, clips of it on, like, commercials of the Adam Curl podcast and all that. And um, I follow you on Instagram, and you're very pretty on there. So I just figured. For all you know, it is a trivia show, and we also have in-house cooking demonstrations. Oh, really? We don't, but for all you know, we do. Okay. No, mostly hmm. it's, it's an interview show, and it's me talking about um, stuff and junk. So it's informal like this. Awesome. Well, I definitely need to subscribe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. <laughs> um, well, gosh, thank you so much for letting us call you and talking to us about what you do and well, also about Ryan me. Gosling. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope you have a really good New Year's, whatever you decide to do. Usable, and I will definitely subscribe right this instant. Okay, okay. stay warm and take care. All right, bye-bye. Bye. I hope she knows I was just joking around. It's not really uncomfortable for her. Um, yeah, that was, um, that was the fan phone call segment. And I'd say, actually, even though we couldn't get through a little bit, the fact that we still got through to someone... It makes me feel like our ratio is pretty strong. So um, it's about that time that I'm going to have to wrap up this little episode Dito Dilla. It's become a quesadilla of episode and cheese. Um, so think hard about what I asked you guys to think about, which is do you feel good about being called meat? <laughs> or would you prefer that we stick with the carbohydrates? You can let me know on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can um, follow us uh, uh, on the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can follow Gary at G. Patrick Smith. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, why not click through the banner on my website, 
Uh, it doesn't cost you anything extra, and it will help out the show. And that's AllisonRosen.com. You could email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F, at AdamCrolla.com. And um, I know there's other things I wanted to say. Oh, yeah. Well, here's one more thing I'm going to plug. But then I have something else I want to say. But uh, if you are thinking, you know what? I would like to listen to a hilarious bonus episode uh, recorded at the live at the L.A. Pod Fest. Then uh, you, I have one for you, and it's me and Doug Benson and Greg Proops, and it's a dollar ninety nine, and it's in the, available in the comedy album section of the iTunes Store, so you can go get that. I think you will enjoy that. And I want to say thank you so much for listening to this show and for telling your friends and for you know interacting with us and and sending in your just me or everyone's and letting me know that I am not alone with all my stuff that is going on in my head. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I, I love that you guys are out there and I love you guys and I love that you're listening and I, I love this whole community that we've created. And, um, the next time that I talk to you will be 2013, which is pretty exciting. So I hope whatever you're doing, even if it's nothing, which is, which is an okay option because both Gary and I have done that before. I hope it's a good new year's. And um, and I love you guys, and I'll talk to you next year. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Thank you for choosing the Allison Rosen Show.